I think it's important that we remember that intimacy can mean so much more than just intercourse. So learning how to be intimate with your spouse in ways that involve your whole person is number one priority. And that should be something that we do all the time, no matter where we are in our reproductive lives, right? Like we were made to be intimate with our spouses. Again, it's the wholeness of the person. This episode of Beyond Sunday is sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pimeusa.org 52 sponsorships. Welcome to Beyond Sunday. It's a podcast for parents like us who are striving to weave the Sunday experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm your other co-host, Rocky McCormick. Grab your red and green stickers or pens, journals, and join us as we laugh, talk, well, in this one, maybe sometimes cry about <laughs> our experiences raising Catholic families and discovering God within our everyday lives. So why, why am I maybe crying, Nicole? Because it's Natural Family Planning Week. Oh. Happy NFP Week. Or is it just, it is Natural Family Planning Week, kind of like The Office, it is your birthday, <laughs> except the balloons are red, white, and green. We are just going to acknowledge it that is. it is Natural yeah, Family right. Planning Awareness Week. Right. And why do we do that, Nicole? Well, the church in the United States, the USCCB, United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, yes, um, celebrates this week because it coincides with the promulgation of Pope Paul VI's encyclical Humanae Vitae. Those are really big words. I know. So, so a long time ago, there was a pope. Paul and VI. He, yeah, Paul VI. Now St. Paul VI. St. Paul VI, yes. And he wrote this encyclical in response to a lot of people thinking that the church was going to change their right. position on the use of artificial contraceptives. Yes. And he did not. No. It, he instead promulgated the idea that we were made to be man and woman in union with each other to be unitive and procreative. Those are the buzzwords we talk about all the time. So this week we really celebrate and try to build awareness around the idea of natural family planning. And I have to say, I think in the last maybe like five years or so, we've really done a great job of making it more about celebrating the gift of our fertility in our bodies. Right, not so much about the method yes. itself yeah and more methods. about just like how beneficial it is to yes. know what's happening inside your body well, and understand I feel like it even as a culture and i work with a lot of young women i feel like there is this shift toward wanting to understand how the body is supposed to naturally work absolutely and not intervening chemically yeah and that's been going on for way more than right. five years that's probably oh, been like the last 10 or 15 where right. we're like what am i eating and putting in my yes. body how am i yeah. treating my body right 100 I mean, percent. when like i think about like and us in high school oh, yeah. in like the mid to late 90s oh walking gosh. around all day not drinking a single ounce of water. No, clearly Canadian was in though. <gasps> My husband just brought me two oh, bottles Oh yeah, they're yesterday. selling it again. Yes. yes. Like when, when you, when you what, think about how much fa- we did not What was your came. favorite flavor? Oh, uh, blackberry. Okay, I like Definitely. the cherry. I got, yeah. so yesterday he brought me raspberry and wild strawberry. Ooh, nice. The peach one was good too. Oh, I forgot about the peach. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, that was a total so, Total sideshow. Sorry. So, squirrel. <laughs> Moving on. But my point is like, when right. you think about how mid to late 90s, we totally did not hydrate. And now no, that's now all you hear all about. All you see is are the, the hydro flasks. Yes. Everybody or needs the to Or the Stanleys. Hydrate. 
yeah, like we've really come a long way, like sure. generationally. Yeah. And, and when it comes to like how we take care of our bodies and right. what we understand about our own health. So I think NFP Week now has this really cool, much deeper, holistic meaning than it ever did before. Which is lovely because knowing the statistics of what our Catholic families are practicing mm-hmm. can be a little depressing when it comes to talking about NFP awareness. Absolutely. Right. Um, and I think we also need to be really, really um, honest because I think there are there there are certain segments where the inclination is to tie it all with a pretty bow and flowers and packages and look how beautiful it is, which it is. It is beautiful, um, much like pregnancy is is beautiful, but in the same way, it's all really hard mm-hmm. and it kind of sucks and it's a whole lot about bodily fluids. Sure. And not always pretty things. Mm-hmm. All of those things can be said about NFP. Go on. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just think that we have to acknowledge that it can be really hard and it can be a cross and it can be difficult even though it is the good and right thing to do. Agreed. And so Agreed. I wanted to start this out with that because oftentimes when I bring this up with young women, there is that frustration that especially young marrieds to be like, you told me this was going to be life-giving and it is a source of stress. Yeah. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah? Yeah, Good. absolutely. All right. So to those to those women, and I think too, like as we're talking to our, our listeners, to make this something that they can share with those, those friends, those family members who are skeptical, mm-hmm. who maybe think that the church is a little backwards yeah. in, in believing this about the human person and believing this about human sexuality. Why is NFP worth it? Oh, you know, that's, that's a my big first question. question. That's a why, big question. Right? Why is it worth the difficulty? Yeah. Yeah. I think ultimately, if we're looking at this big picture, like mm-hmm. why is it worth it as a whole? Yeah. What we really want to do is step back and look at why we're, what's the purpose for us? Why were we made? Right. Right. What's the holistic reason that we as people were made the way we are and built the way we are? Mm-hmm. And and I think it points to a much um, deeper and more beautiful and full mm-hmm. truth about the purpose for us. We were made for love. Right. We were made for authentic relationship. And when we talk about using something like a contraception, um, we're not giving of our whole selves to our spouse in the same way, right? And that's really, that's the point of it when we're talking about it from a contraceptive point of view. Right. We're talking about it within marriage. That we're offering ourselves this full and total gift. Yeah, absolutely. Everything about ourselves. And I think on a a bigger spectrum, if we're talking to young people who aren't married yet, um, there's so much benefit in just understanding what is happening in your body and how Mm -hmm. to identify like, you know, red flags, things to be concerned about or things that you want to be proactive about addressing um, should you discern that you want to get married or have children or even if not, to to just live your best life, right? To be the healthiest and and whole and happiest version of you. Because it is a part of our bodily system. Like if we're taking the morality out of it, it is part of our physiological system. Yeah. And, and, and our bodies were made to right. function beautifully, to be right. to be perfect and intricate in their design. And so in knowing how it ought to function, yeah. then we know when it's not. Absolutely. Like we know when our nose is running that there's something wrong. Our yes. nose is not meant to run. Yeah. But I want to go back to your point about yeah. like how sometimes it can sound like it's contradictory, like the church can sound like they're being contradictory in, when we say that we don't believe in using something like artificial contraceptives. Oh, right. And I think the point there, and Pope Francis is quoted as saying, like, yeah. we're not made to reproduce right. like I love bunnies. It. I love it. That was in my notes. You stole <laughs> yes. my point. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, oh that's I okay. forgot you had that in there. That's so. okay. No, but it is, right? Like, I think there is this misunderstanding, too, that we're just supposed to have all the babies all the time. That is not what you're just asking. But that isn't. But 
again, it's also countercultural in that it also shows us that we're not meant as instruments of pleasure for one another, right? Like it does provide a radical witness to a different way of living in this culture that is saturated with everything sexual that is focused on immediate gratification and multiplication of pleasure and everything has to be now and immediate and form my desire. Yeah. And there is something to be said about growing in the the gift of delayed gratification and the gift of self-sacrificial love. Uh, yeah, I think I think that, you hit the nail on the head right, right there. The that, idea that love is sacrifice, yeah. and, and we know that from Christ Himself. Well, and that's what in Galatians that w- w- was what we are told we are to sacrifice ourselves the way Christ sacrificed Himself for us, for our spouses. Yeah, and so sometimes that means that we wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you mentioned this a little earlier too. Like it honors the wholeness of the person that you love, right? Like. Not just the, their utility as an instrument of your pleasure, or as an instrument, or of, instrument of reproduction. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. like women were not just made to have babies. Right, it is a beautiful gift of our design. Sure, but it is not our sole purpose. We're not an incubator. So sometimes um, it might feel like that. It does sometimes <laughs> feel like that. Or when the children want to go back in because yes. they think they can because <laughs> they came out that way. Oh I say this. I'm like, you cannot go back in. That is not how this works. <laughs> But again, each of us are called to discern that with God within our families. Yeah. And there are going to be times when having a child is not the right decision. Mm-hmm. And it's not what God is asking of us. And there are times when NFP is going to be really difficult. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, this podcast is going to be a lot of ask Nicole because you are the NFP queen and I am the remedial student. I would not consider myself NFP royalty, but thank you for the compliment. <laughs> but certainly you are more versed in having taught this and being an instructor. That yes. You, you kind of know the ins and outs a little better yes, than, indeed, yes. than I do. But I will say like throughout our marriage, there have been times when it's been clockwork yeah. and easier. And mm. But for we were older when we were married. So for a lot of it, it's been more difficult sure. and more challenging. And at the beginning, NFP was actually what helped me to learn about my body and my cycles and to know when we were trying to conceive what would be good. And so it's not even just a not trying to conceive. It is simply understanding how your body works. Yeah. But there are times when your body doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Yeah, absolutely. And there are times when we get sick. Yeah. Postpartum, suffering infertility. Approaching menopause. Right. That's a really fun time. Oh, that is not a fun time. Don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) But... I think that that's a really important conversation to have as well. And sometimes it falls heavy on the woman. Sure. But men, this is for you men, ladies, have them listen. This is a team sport. It is a team sport. We are in this together. It's a two-player game. Yeah. Yes. It is very much a two-player game. Yes. So what do we do when those struggles arise? And, you know, certainly we can't speak to this from the husband's perspective. And that might be an interesting thing to ask. Um. What do we do? Yeah, I think um, I think you can kind of come at this two ways. Yeah. One is that if if it's difficult because you know you're in a period where there's um, a lot of abstinence, for example, you know things are getting complicated or your yeah. hormones are doing wonky things. Um, there's there's two parts to that. One is like the human struggle. Right. You know, you love your spouse. You think they're cute. That's why you married <laughs> know, them. Right? You like yeah. being with them. Yes. Um, and so from that side of things, I think it's important that we remember that intimacy can mean so much more right. than just intercourse. Yeah. So learning how to be intimate with your spouse in ways that involve your whole person yeah. is number one priority. And that's should be something that we do all the time, no matter where we are in our reproductive 
lives, right? Like well, sure. we were made to be intimate with our spouses. Again, That's, it's the wholeness of the person. Yeah. So like yeah. finding ways to have date night, to spend time together, to talk and have, mm-hmm. have quality time together, bring little gifts, whatever it is, finding ways to share an intimate moment with each other in whatever capacity you can is yeah. key to kind of keeping your relationship solid and healthy. Yeah. Um, but then from a more practical standpoint, I think it's also really important for our listeners to know that there are so many different methods of NFP out there, modern right. methods of NFP out there. Um, a lot of which, a lot of them didn't exist when our parents were learning, or maybe even when we got married, depending right. on how long ago we were married. Um, I know some some have really kind of taken off since my husband and I have been married 19 years. So um, in the Archdiocese of Detroit, we have a number of different options available for local teachers. We have mm-hmm. the Creighton model, um, we have the Marquette model, and then we have the Simple Thermal method where you take your temperature. You, you know, you can learn that through something like Couple to Couple League. Okay. And we also have the Billings Ovulation method, and that is actually available in English and in Spanish as well. Okay. So we have a lot of different methods out there, and all of them vary a little yeah. bit in like what you observe or you how you maybe write just it down. do a brief description of the different for yeah. those who might not be familiar. So you'll have some that we would call like a, a mucus method, right? And pardon me saying the word mucus on the air, but right. you need to hear it. So, so those would be more like you're looking at cervical mucus when you go to the bathroom yeah. or just noticing it like as you're walking around throughout your day. Like if you notice the sensation of dryness, um, and then we have so that would be like the, the Creighton model okay. or the Billings ovulation okay. method, and then we have the more um, kind of I would call them more like number based method. Where we have the Marquette model, which uses a hormone monitor Mm -hmm. to identify approaching fertility and also once that fertility has ended using a monitor. And then we have the Simple Thermal method, which is taught by a lot of different organizations like Couple to Couple League, where you use your basal body temperature to look for a shift in your temperature. Right now, I remember that was one of the first ones that we had learned, and that doesn't work if you don't have a normal sleep schedule. Yes, if you don't have a good sleep schedule, it might not be the best for you. Although there are a lot of new pieces of of what we oh. call femtech out there now, okay, that's including true. a wearable thermometer. I was just gonna say, yeah, and they yeah. have like the wristbands now that kind of monitor too. Yeah, so they have one where they put you put it on your arm and it goes under your arm while you're sleeping, and it will read your temperature while you're sleeping at the same time every night. So mm-hmm. if you want to take your daily temp at you know 4 a.m. because some mornings you get up at eight and some mornings you get up at 10 or some mornings you sleep till noon, whatever, you'll get a more consistent reading that way, and it'll just send. The data to your phone via Bluetooth, which is very cool. That is cool. That did not exist when no, not at all. I was first learning <laughs> to use that. Not even a little, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of really cool tech out there to help with this too. Yeah. But the idea is like all of these use different signals or different signs and different ways of identifying or observing your signs. And so you can really choose something that fits best for you right now, uh-huh. but you don't have to be married to your NFP method like you're married to your spouse. Fair, like that can change over you time can break because up you're in a different, your, right. Yes, you can break up with your NFP method. Different and find season one that might call better. for something else. Yeah, so like especially the, postpartum and perimenopausal yes. when things are not normal. Marquette model is really popular among yeah. women who've just had children, especially if they're breastfeeding and their cycles haven't returned. Right. It's a great way to kind of build a little bit of confidence because the monitor will kind of give you that extra confidence boost like, yes, yeah. what I am seeing has been confirmed right. by the hormones identified in the monitor, right? Like there's so many ways to make it much more manageable for the phase of life you're in. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I think like, as you were saying, I think that the goal really is to increase the communication with your partner. Absolutely. Yeah. Be Don't be afraid to talk about the challenges you might be having if your chart is looking wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, and husbands, if you're listening, like definitely be supportive of your wife. Yeah. It's really helpful if you can at least at minimum 
read the chart and know <laughs> what it means when you look at it. Like, where right. are we in the cycle? It's really helpful if you yeah. can know that and, and not have to leave all that mental load on yeah. your lives. Um, and I know we've talked about this before, that moms carry a tremendous mental load already. You know, like, I always joke about how, like, our family schedule lives in our phone, oh, lives right. in my husband's phone, yeah. but it lives in my brain first, right? right? Like, it's right. just been transferred from my head into the phone. Oh my so goodness. it's very helpful so to have um, to have a partner who's willing to say, like, yeah, I checked your chart. Like, I know what's going on. I'm here to support you. I know this is difficult. Just be supportive. 100%. And I think, too, that we're not in this journey alone. Yeah. Right? Like, I think, again, there's so much stigma and awkwardness around these conversations, like seeing mucus on a podcast. But <laughs> like these are natural, normal bodily functions. Yeah. There's nothing taboo about our body in that sense. And so being able to gather in community, to talk to fellow parents, or to even get like an instructor if, yeah. if that's necessary. How does one go about doing that? Okay. Community? So you definitely, definitely want an instructor. If you've never learned your method with a teacher, this is a great time to do that. Okay. And you can find um, a directory of teachers on our website. You can go to aod.org slash NFP. Yeah. And you'll see lists for instructors. You can see stuff about different events and things that we're hosting during Natural Family Planning Week. Um, we have an article on Unleash the Gospel that's going to be there too. Like there's a ton of really great stuff out there. So yeah. definitely check aod.org slash NFP to find a teacher, find a class that's right for you. Or, you know, drop us an email. I'm happy to connect you with one too. But I think learning from a teacher who has experience with those different life phases mm -hmm. that you're in is so, so beneficial and definitely, definitely worth the time. Excellent. So, like conceptually, theologically, theoretically, all beautiful. Mm -hmm. So let's say we are stuck in this period where like, it's just hard. Our bodies are wonky. We aren't connecting. What have we, what's the encouragement for us to keep going? Ooh, well, first I would say definitely know that your struggle is not going unnoticed. Know that your struggle is not just being ignored. Our Lord is not like, oh, well, good luck with that. Peace <laughs> out. <laughs> I'll see you guys on the other side. That is not how he's feeling about that. So just like any other health struggle, any other human struggle that we have yeah. in our lives, don't mm -hmm. ever hesitate to take it to prayer. Don't ever hesitate to to sit in a quiet moment wherever you can get one. We talked about that right. just, just <laughs> recently, finding a moment right. of peace, um, a moment of rest. Don't ever hesitate to take that to our Lord because he's there and he, and he hears you. Yeah. Um, but also, again, really recognizing that sometimes those challenges could have very practical um, roots uh -huh. and that your your teachers are there to support you and they're there okay. to help you. Don't ever be embarrassed right. to ask for help. Um, there's a lot of us out there. I'm always available to answer really difficult questions. I do that all across the archdiocese. Right. And there's plenty of other really marvelous yeah. people out there too. So finding a good support system, I guess, would be my second piece of advice there. Know your people. Yeah. I'm just thinking of those that maybe are, are stuck in this season of long abstinence because yeah. of health issues or whatever. Um, and, you know, those temporary fixes seem really alluring. Sure. Especially if you're watching TV, listening to the radio, watching any shows, right? Sure. Like you're just supposed to like, let's go. Yeah. Um, and so I think just a word of encouragement that it is hard. Yeah. It's difficult. But intimacy is so much more than just the sexual act. Amen. And I think reframing our, our marriages and our understanding of that as well. Um, and realizing that what we want is desiring the good for one another. And it's really the best for one another. 
and that we're demonstrating sacrificial love. And yeah. we can say that, and it sounds pretty, but it is hard. It is it's really, hard. really hard. Love, sacrifice right? is hard, right? And love yeah. is sacrifice in so many ways. So there right. is always this other piece of it that's not romantic when it, you think about oh, it. Oh, 100% like romance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like after you've been married for a little bit, you're like, yeah, those movies all lie. But I do want to take a minute and just say, um, I'm sure we have some listeners out there who who can relate to this, that yeah. there, there are very valid reasons to be on something like artificial contraceptives, Absolutely. like hormonal contraceptives for medical purposes yes. and there and there's nothing immoral right. or illicit about that and and there are moral reasons to have different types of surgeries or procedures yes. even depending on on what type of health issues you're having right. so if you ever have a doctor who's not catholic mm-hmm. tell you okay we need to do this thing or that thing and you're not really sure yeah. what to do about that don't hesitate to reach out you send us an email you can also talk to the national catholic bioethics center right. you can send them an email and they'll get back to you actually very quickly so if you're ever not sure about yeah. what to do like no one is saying that you're just stuck with this forever. There are lots of very valid reasons that medical intervention would be necessary. So don't be afraid to look into those two. And that is really an exceptionally important note. Yes. Just like Pope Francis says, we're not meant to reproduce like bunnies. Like, yeah, there are other things have... going on in our bodies that deserve to be attended to. Yes, you deserve to have a healthy, right. happy whole life, right? Yeah. Like your quality of life is also important. Right. Yes. You're... God wants us to flourish. Amen. Right. And sometimes flourishing comes with a little struggle. But um, also, I I just want to give this permission out there to I think sometimes as Catholics, because it's so countercultural what we do, that we don't want to complain about what we do because then it's not attractive to the world. Mm. But I think that breeds resentment. I really do. I think that breeds resentment between um, spouses. Yeah. It's okay to say you hate it. Like, gosh, this really sucks. I, this is not easy. This is hard. This yeah. is what I want, but this is what is good. Yeah. And to be okay owning the feelings that you have and talking that through, surrendering it in prayer, talking to a trusted um, counselor if you need it, or to an instructor or to a priest, to somebody that you trust to help you walk through those periods and with your spouse as well, um, because otherwise you are creating resentment towards your spouse. Or the church. Or the, or the church, or the method, or, God, or your teacher. Yeah, or, right. Resentment right. breeds the resentment when we're not, is going to show up right. somewhere. It will. It yeah. breeds when we're not being honest about what we're feeling, and especially those yeah. difficult moments. And so it is not betraying our Catholic faith to say that, yes, NFP is good, but man, it really sucks sometimes. Yes. Right? Because yes. I don't think that anybody who has done this faithfully for a long period of time would not agree with that statement. That oh, there for are sure. moments where it is excruciating yeah absolutely Absolutely. it is not just a happy shiny people moment (laughs) with flowers and butterflies and unicorns and look it's a baby just like we wanted (laughs) well you know i think that's another interesting point um before we wrap up here is that there there are a lot of people out there who will say like, oh, I definitely had a surprise baby at some yes. point using NFP. Oh, right. NFP failures. Yes. But right? you know yeah. what? Statistically, yeah. there are just as many people who've had a surprise baby on all kinds of other Absolutely, forms of nothing is 100% too. except abstinence. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think um, I think if we're really doing NFP right, if we're really doing yes. it well, we're, we're always in a constant act of prayer and discernment with our Lord. Like it's a three-way conversation right. with our spouse and, and with the Lord about like, what's his will for our lives? What is what is he calling us to be as a family? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if we're really open to that and we're willing to remain docile to the Holy Spirit, we're willing to surrender to what God has planned for us, right. there, 
there's a lot of hope and a lot of strength and encouragement just to be found in knowing that that's how you arrived at the place you're in right now. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, Nicole, what is our action step then? Ooh, our challenge for you this week is to take a minute, learn about NFP, or find a teacher if you yeah. need one, or reach out to us if you have questions, or if you just want someone to talk to you about that, we can connect you with the right people. But yeah, yeah take a minute and just celebrate the gift right. that is you. Well, you know what, and I would say, be not afraid. That That is the challenge for this week. Eliminate the stigma. Hmm around what we need to help with yeah in this area absolutely i love it all right thank you for listening to beyond sunday we hope this episode has given you some encouragement in living out god's plan for your life with your spouse and to grow in knowledge of the beautiful way in which your body was created you can find more episodes at 52sundays.com podcast or subscribe on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can reach us at beyondsunday at aod.org. You can ask Nicole all your questions, just email us. I would be happy to answer them. This episode of Beyond Sunday has been sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pimeusa.org slash 52 sponsorships.